Mr. Craig. Oh, there, Mr. Jason. Ooh, guess who we got today? Well, I'm going to go backwards because I can't even remember which one we're supposed to start with. Mmm. We have Mr. Brian Delaney's multi-million dollar marketing masterclass and his Willy Wonka mindset. Willy Wonka. Oompa loompa doompa dee doo. I got another to report you. Ooh, that's creepy. (laughs) Isn't it? There's some fat old nuggets in here, so let's get on in there. Throw those up on our head and eat them. Ooh, yummy. Mm. Buckle up. It's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. Boom. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> How's it Doing going? Well. Doing well. Awesome. Ryan, Delaney, yes. how are you doing? Great, man. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we dive right into it because we know that your time is extremely valuable and we want to respect that. So we start off with a little bit of an icebreaker because Jason is is socially awkward. Truth. We need to make everybody comfortable. (laughs) What was the first concert that you went to? First concert? Good question. Um, Back in the day, I mean, I I went to concerts when I was like, my parents were into concerts. So, I mean, I went to like, you know, like old school bands like Aerosmith and Kiss and like yes stuff like that <laughs> that is awesome yeah so you're you're down in San Diego um I'm in Huntington Beach so we're pretty close nice yeah you went oh, yeah. yep yes yeah, so you went to did you grow up there no 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 I grew up in Philly so I'm east coast east coast Ooh. wow what brought you out here street. Um, my dad Thanks did trade shows out. Cal- yeah, my dad did trade shows out in California when I was growing up. So I, I would come with him to trade shows, and then I just fell in love with California. And uh, I was like, man, I, I just want to be. I just want to like California was always like a couple years ahead of East Coast thinking. You know, like everything was ahead of the time. So I was like, yeah, there. everyone was healthier over here. Man, I got to be over here. Like yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. The West Coast. Uh, offense. <laughs> yeah, so it's a little more, 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 a little more aggressive, a little yeah. more, a little more fast paced. But you know, do you miss it? No, I don't miss that. I mean, I miss like you know seeing family and stuff and being like in the country and stuff. But fall, maybe fall and spring, like that was that was awesome. Like you know, San Diego, LA, like we don't have fall and spring. Like we just have, no. we just have summer, spring or summer. Yeah, <laughs> it's like spring all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm in Arizona <laughs> where it's just summer. It's Always. just straight summer. Yeah. Summer or <laughs> more summer. Sizzling yeah. or summer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, so just a, a one last Philly question. Uh-huh. Pat, Pat's or Geno's? Um, more of Geno's. More Geno's. Okay. <laughs> nice. More Geno's. <laughs> we just always went to Geno's. My, my aunt, uh, she dated like an Italian dude, like straight gangster mafia dude. And like we just oh. went to Geno's. Yeah, <laughs> you better go to Gino's. Right, right, Whiz, right. And you order Whiz Wit, right? <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> I know how to order a. I know how to order a cheesesteak. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a long time since I had a, a cheesesteak from Philly. That's for sure. Yeah, they are but delicious. They are amazing. Yeah, they're amazing. Well, I, I haven't been in Philly since. Well, I mean, I visit family and stuff, but yeah, uh, 
been out here in San Diego since 2011, end of 2011. So congratulations. Been in a few years. Yeah. I'm from, from the uh, California and need to get back there. The California, the California. (laughs) So, so for the, the listeners that we have, which are mainly insurance agents, uh, other insurance dudes and dudettes, why don't you tell a little bit about yourself so they can see, um, get to know you. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in my background, I mean, I don't know how far you want to go with it. Yeah, go as far um, back as you want. I mean, uh, so I grew up like, I grew up again with my grandfather being an inventor, my dad being an entrepreneur. So I grew up in that environment of like entrepreneurship. Um, so I've always been an entrepreneur, like selling Jolly Ranchers in third grade, selling pencils in fifth grade, like for pencil wars, like just like I've always been an entrepreneur. Um, I even busted out of my crib when I was three. And took a <laughs> bar, every screw in the crib like i was like i'm out of here like get me out of this stupid <laughs> box like yeah I'm, not, I'm an entrepreneur you know and um I, you know my, my parents tell me to go this way i'm like i'm going that way you know right um yep it's, a ma- it's like being like a maverick or an entrepreneur it's like you know we're going to go the op- opposite direction of everyone else if everyone else is swimming that way we're entrepreneurs we want to go the other direction mm-hmm. you yeah. know and, um so for me um I kind of go to my point where I like, I got into my career. So I was at Liberty university and, um, I started going to seminars. I, I got turned on to personal development through network marketing actually. Um, so that was my first like entrance into the world of personal development. Like I'd never heard of personal development really until network marketing. And then I fell in love with Ogmandino, greatest salesman in the world. I uh, fell in love with like, you know, Napoleon Hill and the science of getting rich and, like all this stuff, you know, like just open, blew my mind open. Like, man, like why weren't they teaching me this stuff in like third grade? Like I was reading boring Moby Dick and stuff. Like what the heck, you know? Yeah. And, well, um, they want us all to be in little rows and, and yeah. all follow the little, you know, everybody yeah. do the same plan. Yeah, exactly. And so I, man, I, growing up, I actually had like, I, I couldn't, I like had issues reading. I couldn't even, like I had special ed classes for reading. Um, because I couldn't read right. Like I couldn't comprehend it. And, uh, but, but when I was in college, got turned on to this whole world of uh, personal development and I just consumed it like crazy. I mean, I went, I, you know, I listened to one of Tony's things and one of his things, he's like, yeah, I went, I went like super deep and bought 200 books. And, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do like, that's the path that's successful. But like, I'm going to do that model. And like I, for two years, that's all I did. I didn't date anybody. I just went straight deep on rewiring my subconscious mind or Joseph Campbell, um, the power of the subconscious mind. I was like, Oh crap. Like my subconscious mind <laughs> is actually impacting my results. How do I reprogram that? You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. So I went deep, man. I went like, you know, um, uh, meditation and, and also, um, re- like literally reprogramming my subconscious mind because I knew that my past parents, my teachers, my friends, my family, like they all programmed me to a degree. Yeah, and all their beliefs are now my beliefs, and if I don't reprogram or rewire them, and I can't do it by just reading a book, I have to actually reprogram the subconscious, right? And so that I went like I did that, and um, and then I was at a conference. I was at like, one of the wealth expos that you know Trump was holding, or it was like a, you know Donald Trump's real estate wealth expo. It was really Bill Zanker's um, wealth expo. He had tons of speakers. The whole the whole pitch fest kind of concept back in two thousand five ish somewhere around there and um i kind of got turned on to rob kiyosaki like cash flow investments business 
And uh, then I got into, um, then I realized that commercial real estate and I jumped into commercial real estate, bought a course for like five grand, went to this guy's workshop, learned everything I could about um, commercial real estate. And then I met a guy who's done over a trillion dollars in real estate deals, commercial real estate deals at a conference. And he's like, this was back in 2000, like five, 2006. And he's like, so why do you want to get into commercial real estate now? I'm like, well, I want to build wealth in real estate. Like in commercial real estate, it's easier to get into because you don't need any money or need any credit. And he's like, well, yeah, that's true. He's like, but like we're coming on a ma- major recession. Like he's like, I've been doing this. I've, he's like, I've done deals with, you name it. Like I've done deals with Trump. I've done deals with X, boom, boom, boom. He just named all these people. And he's like a very humble guy. Like I actually, the reason why I was talking to this dude, because I was having him look for properties for me is funny like he had a brokerage and i had three dudes at college because i i started a fraternity at it was a men's fr- brotherhood fraternity at uh, liberty university non like non-party based because it's a christian school but um i started the fraternity had all these, had these dudes basically hunting for deals for me because i was like there's no way i'm gonna have enough time in the day to go find underperforming properties that i can buy at and then improve the improve the performance of it and make profit so uh, anyways, I went to that conference. The guy sat me down. He's like, dude, I would just go work for like CBRE or work for like a firm. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm not interested in doing that. Like, I, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, I don't want to, I don't want the job. Like, I think it's a great path, <laughs> but I'm not that interested in that. So I was like, crap, like the market's going to shift. And I don't want to be in the wake of that shift of that shift. Like, I don't want to be buying stuff now if it's going to shift in two years. And, or three years or whatever, like he didn't have a, a crystal ball on it, but he's like, the market's going to turn, turn. And he, like, he was pretty insightful. I mean, the guys, the guy was in his eighties, like the dude was an old dude. Um, so I'm grateful for that. And then what happened was I was like looking for other ways to make money. And I stumbled upon like affiliate marketing, internet marketing, make money online, like all this concept. And I was like, Oh, what's this? So, you know, and I joined a 30 day challenge to make your, it was like all about making a dollar in 30 days. Uh, or less. And it was like, okay, like it was everything you needed to do, like basically get something up and running and get traffic to it and the whole nine yards. And, um, you know, people talk about like all challenges funnels are like the hot new thing. It's like, no, dude, I've been doing that. I was in 2005, (laughs) 2006, man. Like it's not new. Like, sorry to tell you, like there's cycles, you know? Yeah. It's funny how people, the people's perception of what's, what's hot. Dude, I mean, Tony Robbins and all those guys were doing funnels through TV and radio and newspaper yep. in the 90s and the 80s. I mean, it's yeah. same. And uh, even funnels aren't even medium, new, right? It's just, a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, it's everything's like made to be new. Like new is a copywriting word. Right. <laughs> right. For, 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 for all of you out there. Totally. New is a copywriting word. So it's free. <laughs> so it's love. <laughs> so anyways. So yeah, that, that, that got me in the game. I made 750 bucks in my first seven days by, by pure luck. I bought a stupid domain name, like fitrichlife.com. It was like the silliest thing ever. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I like, I'm a, like, cause I was, I was a personal trainer in college too, like part-time, like fit. I was like, let's do fitness and wealth. Like yeah, those things, let's mash it together. <laughs> no, mash someone bought, like, then too. The fact that someone bought through my link, I'm like, that's ridiculous. Like you had to search, someone had to search on Google and then they're like, oh, Fit Rich Life, what's that? And then they clicked it and then they had to click on someone, my affiliate link, which was like this big, long string. It was so bad. It was, it was rough. So there was the only way they would have found out was somehow searching that. Somehow searching. Well, for, they searched for the product name and somehow I ranked for it. Oh, it's gotcha. not probably long tail way. That's, that's the only thing I can 
can muscle yeah. up in my head now. Because there was no paid. You didn't. You weren't driving traffic. I wasn't driving traffic then because I wasn't confident that I, that I would make a sale. And I was just pulling. Literally, the whole concept back then was scrape content off other people's sites and just change the content a little bit. Modeling, right? As Russell that calls it. it. <laughs> yeah, model it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Model it. Oh, I get right. <laughs> model it. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what, yeah. so what brought you, okay, so you're doing, you're hustling, doing that. How did you scale that? Like, how did you get where you're at now um, with marketing? Yeah, so what point? happened was, so what happened was I, um, I, I got in this whole game through affiliate marketing and um, made my 750 bucks, told my like roommates at the time, I'm like, oh, I made the sale. And they're like, okay, well, we'll believe it when we see it hit your bank. So they were super skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I just kept plugging away. So I just kept going. I went deep on like, okay, this happened. How did this happen? Like I, I, I had no idea. So I was like, okay, if I can just do this, my thought was if I can do this once a day, every day of the year, like I'll make a quarter million bucks, right? Like that's Boom. great. Like I didn't do much work for that. Like that was good. That was easy money. Yeah. And, um, so that was my whole agenda. I was like, okay, how can I figure out how to do this every day, once a day? Like I'll be good. Right. I'll be set. Like a, that's, that's a pretty good lifestyle. So could, yeah. could I stop? I'm sorry. So before that, cause you just said something interesting. You said you didn't do much work for that. And I, you may have sold yourself short there because yeah. weren't there some failures that led up to that one thing working? Or yeah. Was that I mean, like just lucky a shot in the dark. Well, that, that sale was really lucky. I mean, oh, okay. it was, yeah. Like network marketing bomb. Like I didn't make any money there. Okay, like I bought so, a bunch of products that didn't work. Commercial real estate didn't work for me. Like, so yeah, there was a lot of stuff that didn't those work. Those things led up to this, you know, so there was some work behind it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Like I was, I was on, I was on the grind. Like I was, so give you a little perspective. I was in my, ma I was working on my master's degree because I just needed, I needed to delay my student loans. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> right. Like, right. Well, what's next? Like, I'm like, well, I'm not going to, I don't want to get a job. So like, let's just, let's just keep the student loan debt coming. <laughs> Yeah. Not a good strategy. Not a good <laughs> school and work twice as hard so they don't have to work. Yeah. It's so I started, what it was funny is I started outsourcing my papers. So I was like, oh shoot, I can actually, so I started outsourcing my papers <laughs> to India and like people from India were writing my papers and I was like, this is great. Like how about I, and I was like, oh shoot, I should just outsource the whole thing and then write a book on it. How I outsourced my MBA. <laughs> uh, it's still a good idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, so there. I mean, it wasn't all peaches and cream, right? Like I, I was doing a lot of things to get that to work, and then after that had worked, I went on a mission to find out how to duplicate that. And um, what happened was, I started buying all these courses, and I found this other dude who was doing exactly what I was doing. He's an affiliate marketer, but he's also serving clients. So he was making you know multiple six figures a month as an affiliate and serving clients. So he had the cl clients are paying him like, you know, six to 10,000 a month. And then he had affiliate marketing money and a huge family. And like, so I bought pretty much everything he had. It was all cheap, low ticket stuff, like 67 bucks and 47 bucks and 97 bucks. It's all cheap stuff. So I was like, I just bought it all. And I remember one of the things that I got as a bonus, uh, I bought like software like ClickFunnels, but it was like Excite Pro. So like old school software in the back of the day to build funnels. And so I bought that through him. And when I bought that through him, I got like a free Skype call. So on that Skype call, I basically was like, man, I like, how can I get more of these calls? Like I need more mentorship. Like I need more coaching. 
and then I just he just like, well, I don't I don't do that. Like, so I just got I bought all the stuff and I had, I just kind of had had to hammer him about it. And then eventually he's like, all right, fine. Like, here's the price. You want this? It's this what it is. I'm like, yeah, like, I don't care. Like take my credit card, you know, like, <laughs> like, and I always say this, like I have my second degree black belt in Taekwondo. Like I would have never got that by watching YouTube videos or like buying courses online. Like that would have never, right. that'd be stupid to think that I could get a second degree black belt in Taekwondo by watching YouTube videos. Like, <laughs> right. Like, right. right. Like that's ridiculous. So I, I applied the same theory. Like, okay, like I need to find a sensei. So I found this dude and then this guy basically taught me the ropes He's like, Brian, he's like, it was a short call too. He's like, I want you to do this. I want you to find a product you can promote, make over 500 bucks, build a landing page, capture leads, build a list, and then give them a bonus to buy through you. Like model what I'm doing. Like he's, he was making a ton of money doing that. I was like, cool, perfect. I got the model. And what I did was I launched a campaign on Google. There was a product launch came out with like a $2,000 product with software. And I promoted it and I uh, I started running ads on Google uh, for the launch and I put together a bonus package and the crazy thing was to me at the time is I had to have faith because like I was like All right, I'm gonna spend 500 bucks on Google ads that'll get me some traffic and I'll, I'll give some bonuses away and I think I had like $900 commission so it was like a little bit under a thousand bucks it was a good it was, a, it was more than 500 so it was, it was good like it was pretty 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 good pretty good margin and um, anyway, so long story short, I started driving traffic and I'm just building lists because the launch, like the cart doesn't open till like a couple days right. later, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh crap, like I hope this works. And I stopped the budget at 500 bucks and then let it ride. And then by the end of that campaign, like when the cart closed, I ended up making 20 grand in sales Woo! and thousand commissions. I was like, oh my God, that's awesome. Like I finally figured it out. Like I finally, that wor- actually worked. Like what he told me worked. And so I'm not doing any, I'm not going back to, I'm not g- going to find a job. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, I'm done this. Like, first of all, I'm like, I'm done my MBA cause I'm burning cash here. Like this is yeah. sense. Like I'm spending all this out. money paying all this. I'm like, I'm done. Like I'm yeah. like, I, like, I think I finished the semester, but I was like, like I'll come back to this paper later in life. If I, if I feel like I need, they need it or want it for some reason. But right. I was like, I now, I now have a predictable way to print money. And so then I just started doing affiliate marketing like crazy. So I just started, I started finding all types of products I could promote, even like low ticket products, like supplements. I found like back in the day, like uh, weight loss offers and um, resveratrol. I had, I had a campaign that was running really successful. Uh, it was resveratrol, which is like basically from wine, uh, was making over like a, between a thousand and fifteen hundred dollars a day profit on that, like golf three days a week. And it was cool. Like so, I just that, and then what happened was for me is like people started asking me like, "Hey, you're like killing as an affiliate." can you do that for me? Like, and I was like, Oh, I never really thought of that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I never literally like it was, I never thought about like doing a service for clients. It was literally people were like, Hey, you're, you're doing so well selling other people's stuff. Can you sell my stuff like that? I was like, yes. Like, so that, then I went back to my client, my mentor and I was like, Hey man, like you have clients. Like, I don't know how to do a proposal. And, um, my first client ever was a water ionizer company. And I, I, the reason why I got them in the first place was because I went to him and I said, Hey, I love your product. I tried it. Like the doctor in Lynchburg, he was like basically showing like all these blood, blood results before and afters of people that drinking this water, that's alkaline water or alkalized water. And I fell in love with it. So I was like, I was, I went to the company. I was like, Hey, can I promote this? Like, uh, like how can I just send you buyers that you pay me a commission? And they're like, 
well, you can buy it for a thousand bucks and sell it for two. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, I ain't buying <laughs> Like, I'm sending you buyers and you're sending me a check. Like, I just straight up like that. And the owner, like, re- replied back. He's like, hey, let's talk. Like, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but, like, <laughs> you and I need to talk. So, we end up talking. And he's like, hey, man, like, I, we don't have that set up. Like, I don't even know what that is. But he's like, the way we do it is, like, we people buy it for a thousand and sell for two. I was like, well, yeah, like. Well, imagine if I was able to send you 30, 40, 50 buyers a month, that's how much is that for you? Like, would that be something that would be interested to you? And he's like, well, yeah. He's like, but I don't have that. He's like, but I am looking for someone to help me dominate, like build, build some funnels and like dominate my online. He's like, I want to dominate the competition. Like I want to be the category. Like he wasn't saying category king, but that's kind of what he was saying. He's like, I want to, right. I want to dominate my market. He's like, can you help me do that? I was like, sure. He's like, okay, send me a proposal. I'm like, all right, great. I've never done a proposal before. So then I had to go to my mentor. <laughs> And I had to be like, hey, dude, like you want to partner on this deal? Like I've never done a proposal. You have. So why don't you do the proposal? I'll manage the client. You do all the work. And then basically what happened was, long story short, is I um, I got that as my first client. It was an $8,000 a month client right out of the gate, which was awesome. Nice. Back in like 2007. And um, yeah. So you, my, you kind of my, fell into it. I completely fell into it. It was just because I was good at affiliate marketing and people were like, hey, I want you to do that for me. So can you define for any of the insurance agents, some of them are a little older and aren't too familiar with the, they're like a, right around Craig's age there. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, not too, <laughs> they're not too familiar 86. with 86. Yeah, December. <laughs> with some online stuff. So can you define what affiliate marketing is? Yeah, so affiliate marketing is just simply, um, selling other people's stuff, right? And making a commission on it. So it's, it's a classic example of like, you know, if, you, if I, if I was a sense, send, if I was to send you to a movie that I was like, Hey, you got to go see this movie. You got to check it out. Here's a coupon code. This will give you a free ticket or this will give you a ticket for five bucks rather than paying 20 bucks at the door. Right. And then if I gave someone, if I gave you that ticket for five bucks and I made a dollar, that would be a commission back to me. Cause I made this all happen. Right. Or let's say I'm selling weight loss products and I'm driving people to buy those weight loss products. The the company that owns the weight loss products is like they're they're open for business. So they're like they they just want as many customers as they can get. So they'll they want they want affiliates or referral partners. It's also known as like a referral partner to send them customers and then they pay a commission. Nice. So the market is really just selling other people's stuff and getting a commission without having to own the product or do any fulfillment. That's that's what affiliate marketing is. Perfect. It's usually pretty a pretty good payout too. You know, like half, fifty percent higher. I mean, you can get really good ones. Yeah, it depends on what you're promoting, um, and depends on how they're structured. It can be from twenty percent to fifty percent on on typical average. You know, information products you'll you'll range like forty fifty percent. It's pretty common. Like a thousand dollar product, you'll make four or five hundred bucks. Two thousand dollar product, you make, you know, nine hundred to a thousand bucks. Right. Because yeah. especially on a digital product, there's no, there, there's really no, no cost after it's there's, created. There's right? no overhead on digital and digital. The point, the whole, the whole point of selling digital products is not to make a bunch of money. It's to be a front end offer to get customers in the door yep. and then, and then serve them at a higher level on other offers. Mm-hmm. So you did that and then you, started your path to opening a digital marketing agency. Is that right? Yeah. So then from there, I just, I started serving clients 
right from that point forward, I was like, oh, like I can get clients <laughs> and they can pay me 8,000 a month. Like, this is great. Like now if I just have 10 of these, I'll make 80,000 a month and I'll have 20 of these. I'll have, you know what I mean? So I just started doing the math. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. this is great. Like they can, they'll just, they'll, they'll pay me. They'll pay me because affiliate marketing is you get paid for performance, right? Yep. Like you, you don't make a sale, you don't get paid. But the client work was like, I'm getting paid no matter what, but I still have to perform if I want to keep them. Right. So like, I'm not going to keep them. Like, so I figured that out quickly, but it was like, <laughs> I started serving everybody. Like I started serving. So fortunately with that first company, we made them an extra $2 million in the first year. So they were stoked. Like they still dominate the space, but it's like, uh, so like that was awesome. So like we retained that client for a long time. But um, we started serving, what happened was I started serving local businesses. Like I was serving anybody who, who basically wanted help with digital marketing. Sure. You know? At, and that was like in, in the early days. Then I realized like, okay, no, like I need to really focus on who, who, I, who I feel called to serve, who I love to serve, who I can help the most, like who I can really help produce the results the fastest. And that's eventually how I ended up becoming, like end up doing what I'm doing now. And like, you refine it over the, over time. Like people talk about, you know, avatar, that avatar is like kind of think of that as like perfect customer. Like who's the perfect customer for you. And yep. typically when you start, like you have no clue. You're like, I don't know, like Bob, like Mary, like yeah. but people have no clue who the perfect <laughs> customer is. Like they have no clue. But what I found, it took me a couple of years to figure out and it came through just literally serving people. And I was like, oh, that's my perfect customer. Ryan, Ryan and Jeremy and James, like, these are my perfect customers. And then they make up, there's a profile that makes up those people, you know, their beliefs, you know, their fears, their frustration, their, right. path, their aspirations, all that stuff makes up that, that avatar and that profile. And then, and then we're, it's easier to advertise, you know, think about it. If you're advertising any other way, you're just throwing like a huge net out and you're like, I want anybody who needs help with advertising. Like, <laughs> no, that's not, that's not a good idea. Yep. Right. Like the television model instead of this, which is just so targeted. So targeted, yeah, yeah. It's much better to be tar- It's much better to be targeted. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so two things. One is, so you're you really designed like sales funnels and stuff online. Um, a, can you define sales funnels for anybody that might not know? And then also, can you can you explain? Um, well, let's start there and then we'll go back to the story. Yeah. So I was actually one of the first people to have a brand that had funnel in the name, perfect funnel system, uh, which is kind of funny because now like funnels is like a pop right. term. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Russell, for doing that. And yeah. uh, <laughs> because I, I appreciate it. I mean, it's great, right? Yeah. Um, yep. But I, I knew it was a good name when I had two people try to rip me off and like name, name call it their own creation. I'm like, dude, no, you know, it's, that's not. That's, not <laughs> that's pretty cool though. <laughs> that was cool. I, I, I don't know. I'm onto something, right? So yeah. a, a funnel is a process in which people um, consume information or buy, typically buy. So you can have, I mean, there's all types of different sales funnels or types of funnels. Like you have a webinar funnel and that's, that's where people register for a webinar. And then after they get on the webinar, then you're going to usually typically get them to buy something or yep. apply for something or take some type of step forward, right? So a sales funnel is just a process. Let's say if I was selling, uh, for example, we sell like these USB drives. And yep. so it's kind of like, or a book, right? So if I'm selling a book, um, then I have this book that I have for sale. A sales funnel is what is the process that someone goes from the beginning of the process to the very end 
of the process and it's complete. Like the checkout process is complete. That's a yep. sales funnel. It's just simply, if you think about it, it's like the, the steps that people take to make that purchase, right? You think about it, if you go to Amazon, you typically go there and you're searching for something. So I'm searching for like keto chocolate bars, right? Which I was just something that I was just searching for. Recently. <laughs> so I found some keto chocolate bars and then Amazon's like, Hey, by the way, would you like some of this? And we'd like some of that, add this to your order, add this combo pack. That's technically a funnel because they're getting yep. me to increase my average cart value. I mean, they're getting me to increase my order value, right? Yep. So they got me from, they got me from spending 20 bucks to adding like three boxes of chocolate bars. Like I, I was like, I really like these bars. So let me just stock up. So I stocked up on bars and then they got me buying like, you know, MCT oil. They got me buying all this other stuff. Like, oh yeah, that's right. I need some more brain octane. So then I added that in there and then I check out and then it's like complete. The order's done, right? That's it's the, the modern... It's the modern day version of walking through the checkout process and you grab the gum and you grab the other stuff that they strategically place there to get you to buy more. Totally, totally. The concept is you, you, when you go into the grocery store, you typically don't just go to buy one thing. Like right. You walk out with like 10 or 20 things and you didn't <laughs> right. even think you were going there for them, but now you saw them and you're there and don't go when you're hungry because you're going to have even more stuff in your car. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> right. So, um, stuff and place- just to let people know, you go. Oh, okay. I was going to say, just to let people to put this into context, because we like showing uh, insurance agents a new way of thinking. Like that's kind of the one of, one of the purposes of this podcast. Um, to put it into context, what kind of numbers have you been able to get for your clients? And have you been able to get for you? Um, yeah. Just so that well, they can I've see had, that. I've had clients in the insurance space too. Uh, just so you know, uh, I've done massive lead gen for insurance. In fact, when I was an affiliate, I did uh, lead gen for life insurance and car insurance and like different stuff. Um, awesome. And then also serve clients because I got was good at this an affiliate with life insurance. And then so people are like, hey, can you do this for me? I own an insurance company, right? Um, but not like numbers like, yeah, I mean, we've been able to do a million, like break records and do, you know, a million in 21 days. Um We've been able to do 10 million in seven months. That's with a uh, whole life insurance. That's with whole life insurance, just so you know. Uh, but it's the combination of not just whole life insurance, it's a combination of like my guys use whole life insurance to buy real estate, but they're on the back end, they're selling, they're selling whole life insurance. Right. Front end, they're bringing thought leadership to the marketplace, like who they serve, which is people who have a job who want to retire in 10 years or less. So like nice. what I say to people, and I want people to get this, like the sooner you can start thinking this way, the better for your business, the better for your brand. And that is this, when you combine thought leadership with a service or a product, okay, just like Bulletproof Coffee did. If you look at Bulletproof Coffee, hundred plus million dollar brand, Dave Asprey led with coffee and the whole hook was most coffee has mold. okay Okay, that's pretty disruptive like yeah are you okay with drinking neurotoxin tea like (laughs) he basically like basically crapped on every other coffee company right and now because he was so bold in that statement which is true statement is not like he's saying false information it's true the reality is now you like once you're programmed what a mind once expanded never returns to its original form somebody said that not me (laughs) truth no it makes sense though I so like when you combine thought leadership, look what, look what Dave Asprey did. 
Dave Asprey has he has he has his, um, his supplement company essentially and coffee company. He sells like supplements and coffee now. He sells brain octane, all that stuff. And then over here, he's a thought leader. He's got books. He's got podcasts. He's got he's he's built. He has an audience on social and all the different channels. Like he understands the value of bringing thought leadership to the market because we listen to thought leaders. The public listens to thought leaders. Yep. Right. Um, and so he, when you combine that together, everything explodes. Look at ClickFunnels software. It's software for building funnels. There's been software for building funnels for decades. Like <laughs> right. I've used software for a long time and other, other platforms. I've sold a lot of other platforms. Should I even have my own platform? But what he did that was brilliant is he brought together his thought leadership and the thought leadership of others and combined that with software. And that's what has allowed him to make, you know, he's on the way to path to creating a billion dollar company. And, and he will get that evaluation because that's his goal yeah. and that's what they're going after. And, you know, they do over $100 million a year. I can show you companies that don't focus on bringing those two together. And the other element is tribe. The difference of tribe is mass, massive. And I, I think a lot of people are short-sighted when they only focus on generating leads and generating sales. Mm. Like most companies are like, okay, I need, to, I need to build more. I need to put more leads on my list. I need to generate more leads and I need to sell more stuff. Right. Yeah, that's true. But like the next step further to think a little bigger and outside of the box and to think again, longer and further out than your competitors are going to think. And that is what is the tribe of people that you're building? Mm. Like what's the culture and tribe? And like the example, classic example is like ClickFunnels has built, you know, a hundred plus million dollar a year company primarily because they have, they nailed culture is one of the biggest things that they've nailed culture and community. Okay. There's yep. a few other things I've been, I've been like, you know, in the highest levels with Russell and his mastermind and stuff like for, for years now. So I've been able, I'm able to see under the hood, you know, on a lot of stuff. So to have this understanding, but I look at other companies that have been around for a long time. I'm not going to mention their name because it's a public, public forum here. Like this is a public platform. So right. I'm going, but there's another company that if I mention the name, they have this amazing name of their brand that is a better tribe name than ClickFunnels. Like, cause Click, ClickFunnels tribes like funnel hack, like right. It's very techy, very. It's very like, it's very masculine, right? Yeah. Whereas this other company at their peak, they're doing like thirty million a year. They never focus on culture. They never focus on, um, they never focus on that tribe. When even even when they have the tribe name, like, and there that's a big difference. Thirty million to hundred plus million dollars a year. That's a big difference. Like I'd rather have the hundred plus million dollar company, and that's because Russell. And the team does not all Russell thought about culture and community, and what is the what is the identity that these people are that that, that they're giving people, and they're very mindful of that because their goal is to build a tribe. They're not just looking to buy of like selling software. Like every company out there that's selling funnel software, there's tons of them. There's thousands of companies out there. Right. None of them are doing 100 million. Like, I mean, maybe one or two. Over a hundred million dollars a year, like you. Of course, you got Square, you know, Square, uh, Squarespace. You've got um, these other platforms like that that are doing pretty good, um, but they're hitting a whole different demographic. Like they're 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 targeting a whole different demographic, right? But anyway, so that's that's what I say is like just shifting your mind to thinking bigger and further out rather than just think focusing on the now. Most people are just focused on the now. Have I found is because it's like cash flow now, right? Like cash flow now. And then the other thing, as I, as I talk about, and I'm sorry, I'm like ranting right now, 
No, the other awesome. thing, the other <laughs> thing is like lifetime value. And if you don't understand your lifetime value, like my lifetime value per customer is over a million dollars. So I can spend, I can outspend all my competitors for years. I don't have to make any money for years because my lifetime value per customer is a million bucks. Spend 999,000. Yeah, like I'm good. I spent half a million bucks. My, most of my computers can't spend anywhere near that. Not even yeah. they can't even spend hundred grand because acquire a customer. I, I mean, I don't spend that much to acquire right. a customer, but I could, and I'd still be profitable, extremely profitable. So yeah, you know, like my bookkeeper is like, dude, your prop, your business is more profitable than most companies that are doing close to hundred million dollars. I'm like, yeah, because I I have my I've figured out my lifetime value and I figured out my, the value ladder for my business, which value ladder is simply because that's, that's very techno babble. <laughs> a value ladder is like the things that you sell, right? So it's your products or your services that you sell that makes up the value of offers. It's the series of offers that you have yourself. So. Okay. Yep. Okay. Brian, how about applying that in our space where it's highly commoditized or at least the perception is right. Geico creates the perception that, uh, yeah, that yeah. that agents aren't needed, and it's you know save money. It's all about saving money, uh, and and Jason would also argue that's the case. Um, we have some discussions about that, but but at the end of the day, initially it is like apply. Well, yeah. true to get the hook right to get them there, yeah. save the money. Yeah, how how could an agency owner, so not not the big company itself, but the individual guy like me or the individual dudes like me or Jason. How would we create a tribe around what we do and become a thought leader and then apply and then marry that with our perceived commoditized product? Yeah. What do you, what's the primary, what's the primary com commoditized product that you sell for home and auto, home and auto insurance? Yeah, and we, we 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 are both a part of a captive agency, which means we sell it from one company. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Got it. So, um, so from my perspective, what I would do is like it's a lot easier to sell to people who already know, like, and trust you, and have value over here. So the biggest thing is like. Biggest thing that we've done to blow up a life insurance company, and that's completely different outside the scope of what you sell. Uh, but I would imagine maybe potentially some people on here are going to be in that space. We, we do we do both. We I mean the the company that we work for lead with the home and auto, but okay. we'll bundle. I mean that's like the next step. So upsell. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. So it's like to me it's it's. Um, to me, what we do, and that's what we do in the in the insurance space, is not, not all insurance spaces. Like there's, I mean, in the past, I've done in the insurance space, we've just uh, targeted targeted keyword traffic and ranked in Google, Yahoo, YouTube, that type of thing, and then also paid for traffic to come to come in. So, in in well, thinking back to the company that I helped do this was like, it was all about like how do we just get more get in front of more eyeballs. Mm. and get them to our offers. Um, and, and, and so search traffic is, a little, is very different than Facebook traffic, for example, right? But it's how do you stand out and how are you different, right? And how are you better, right? When you have brand, when you have loyalty, like what we do in the insurance space is, or life insurance space is we, 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 we basically promote the thing that they want most, which is to retire in 10 years or less, like, I mean, most human beings on the planet like want to retire in the next right. time less. Like everyone's up for that game, right? Like they, <laughs> right. most people don't want to work, right? Especially Americans. Yeah. Like, 
no one wants to work here. Right. So, <laughs> so most people, right. So like they don't like what they're doing. So like they want to get out of that. So what we do is we, it's all about what, what are the hooks you have in the water, right? Like Geico, they just a big brand and they can just throw like, we're cheaper than everybody else. Right. Yep. Um, and that's there. And that, and they're just, then they're just, they're, they're just the loudest voice. They're under the, the, they're under the concept of the loudest voice wins, which yep. I would propose that the loudest voice will always win. Um, you've got to have good marketing and you've got to be the loudest voice, especially right. in each space, um, in any space. It's now becoming that it's because, because, um, because advertising and marketing, there's so many people that are getting in. There's so many, there's so, so much more noise. There is, how do you compete yeah. with noise? Well, you, how are you different? How are you unique? How are you better? You've got to obviously hit on that, those points. And then you've got to be, and then you actually have to be the loudest voice because, you know, if you look at what Grant Cardone's built up over the last decade, he's practiced this philosophy. I'm going to be the loudest voice and I'm going to win because he has an agency in the back. He has a high level agency that he sells people into, right? He has yep. a high lifetime value too. So he, he don't care. He can just talk all day. Like he, he don't care. Cause he's got the fulfillment handled. He's got whole teams of people in the back office right. that are just handling all that crap. Like he ain't doing any of that. He's just, I'm going to be the loudest voice. Right. And yep. uh, you have to look at, you know, how Fox became Fox news. Like they applied the principle of the loudest voice. There's a show on it. It's like called the loudest voice. And it, I would encourage you to read to, to listen to that. Even and then even look at like how the presidential elections are win. The last two presidential elections were won by Facebook ads, by by shifting the perspective of the swing states um, to those candidates. Yep. In the case of the last two was Barack Obama and President Trump. So it's like that was all manufactured through Facebook ads, like spending a million dollars. They, 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 they basically said like they wouldn't have won the, the elections would not have been won without Facebook ads. Now they were spending a million dollars a day. So the budget's ridiculous, but that's what it took. And that's pretty interesting that they state that they, like they would, they said they would not have won without that platform. Yeah. That's crazy. That's kind of crazy to think. It is crazy. That. But I would say like, going back to the question, it's like, how do you, how do you stand out and how are you different? Most companies in your space are just looking at lead. Jet. They're they're gonna they're either buying leads. Most of them are just buying leads. Like they're just going to brokers and they're buying yep. leads. Yes. Um, the next step up is like you people start wanting to generate their own leads. So a lot of people come to us and like, hey, can you help me generate my own leads? Because I'm, spe- I'm I'm buying through all these different companies and these leads suck. Like they're right. you know they're, they're selling them to everybody else. Like they're like you know what I mean like all that stuff and the lead cost is going up. Right. right. And it, there's a middleman, there's a broker. I mean, there, of course it's going to be high. Like you're, you're going to a broker to buy leads. Like they have to make, they have to make money. And a lot of cases, what you don't know is they have to also pay affiliates. So a lot of cases, those companies that are selling leads in the insurance space, the people that are generating leads are not generating them themselves. Typically, typically they're actually getting affiliates to do the traffic for them. And then they're paying the affiliates and then they're all, then they're, then they're selling you the leads. So you're going through two middlemen. If you, if, yeah. if, you, if you will. Um, yeah. So then I, they usually get to me and they're like, I want to generate my own leads because this sucks. You know? And <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, yeah, you should do that. And the basic level of that is just generate leads. The, the advanced model of that is, is um, position your value and bring thought leadership to the marketplace 
that way you can build know, like, and trust with that marketplace so that they are more vested in, in going with you than someone else. Right. And that's, I mean, that's how I found you. Um, and, and kind of followed you a little bit through through your funnels and your um, the marketing that you have out there. And it's like that whole world interests me so much, it, meshing the two, the insurance with that, because yeah, insurance agents can have their own YouTube channel and be showing examples of how we help people, right? Or, and, and then that's where you've created kind of your, I mean, you you offer a really cool online, your 30-day on your YouTube channel, which was really cool. I thought it was a really cool practice because it only took you 30 days with what, about an hour each? And I still have people coming in. I had two clients came in last week for my one day intensives, which are 15 grand. Uh -huh. Last year's 30 day thing. I did that That's last so November. Cool. Best. That is I was like, how did you find me? Because usually typically uh, someone talks to someone on my team first and then, right. um, and then they go through our process and our process is that one, that one day is like the first step. And cause I sink my teeth into the business for eight hours. And so I'm like, Hey, like, how did you find me? Like, how did you find our brand, like business and our brand? He's like, Oh, and literally two people out of four, um, said, uh, they said, Oh, I found you through your 30 days of Facebook live. Because what we did was I went live on Facebook, but I also put advertising to that as well. Nice. So not only did I like just, cause I mean, my audience is only so big. So I'm like, if I want to reach more people, I just got to put some ad dollars behind this Facebook live and get it to more people. Plus it, it, it's better for me to do Facebook live and spend money to that rather than uploading a video and spending money to that. Cause Zuckerberg told us in one of his last one updates live. about a year ago, a year and a half ago, I went Facebook live and I went discussion. So our objective as owners of businesses should be to give the platforms what they want. If we give Zuckerberg what he wants, he's going to give us what we want. We want customers. Yep. So what does he want? He wants Facebook Live and he wants discussion. So now we have to get good at that. Like we have to get good at like publishing content that our marketplace wants and stimulating that conversation because that's what he wants. I mean, yeah. if he could have it, he would have us, he would have this thing taped to our head. Yeah. <laughs> right? It will be eventually. Yeah. Yeah. It'll right. be in our eyes, like our retinas. Like, right. Yeah. right? Yeah. Like that's where he would want it. Right. So understanding that, like we just got to give him what he wants. Totally. You know, like, I just developed out a 365 day content plan. So Ooh, for the wow. next 365 days, we're going to be publishing one Facebook live every single day. Now, thankfully uh -huh. there's software that I can publish live, like I can publish as if it's live and not be live. So, whew, thanks, thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that thirty days of Facebook Live, I actually I did thirty one because I'm a big fan of over delivering. That's why I did thirty one. <laughs> okay. And the whole thirty one day thirty one was all about over delivering. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I, I went great. on a rant about it. And nice. <laughs> the crazy thing was when I made the commitment to do it, I'm like, I'm going to do seven a.m. every day for thirty days. And then I was like, you know what, I should do thirty one because I should just over deliver because I want to instill that principle, right? So I did that, right? But I forgot, I had my buddy at a bachelor party in Florida, and I'm in San Diego, so 7 a.m. in Florida is 4 in the morning. I was like, crap, how am I going to go on live? So I um, hit on my buddy as a software that, that can push uh, videos live as if, as if they're live, but they're not live. And nice. he had just fixed it, like within a week, couple weeks of like, the situation <laughs> happening. 
And I'm like, dude, I need your software to work like this date, this date, and this date. And it was like four, it ended up being four days. Thank God it did. So I pre-filmed it all here at my house. And then I went to Florida. My team queued it up, scheduled it out. I didn't touch it. One day I was on the boat and like fishing with my buddy. And I literally had people be like, I had one dude that knew I was in Florida. He was like, hey, bro, you made, you all the way back in California? I'm like, dude, shut up, man. Like, like don't blow my spot, bro. <laughs> do you, do you, can you uh, give us a tip of what software would be able to do something like that? Yeah, I use a platform called getlivepigeon.com. So I use oh, cool. that platform. And it's a cool platform awesome. that my buddy developed, yeah. So your company, um, can you, like, I love the ads that you ran. The, uh, of course, the Willy Wonka ones. Yeah. Um, and I love that whole funnel. And uh, can you share a little bit about that and, and the name of your agency and how somebody could go through that funnel? So anybody that wants to know what a funnel is, you guys have got to go through this funnel. It's freaking awesome. And it will kind of show what, what can yeah, be done. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. So Perfect Funnel System is our brand. Um, and the, the Willy Wonky, Wonka funnel or the wonky funnel, I call it the wonky funnel. Uh, <laughs> I dressed up like Willy Wonka. My, it was my wife's idea. I'm not a guy that usually like is, awesome. is, is like stoked about like getting decked out and dressed up. Like that's not me. Right. But my, when I was talking to my wife about it, I was like, how can we give away some of our best performing funnels, but not just give away the funnels? Because I know that everybody wants that. They think they, that's what they want. But in reality, they need to see under the hood and fully. So they, I want them to see the emails and the scripts and like the actual stuff that we build out when people you know go through that process with us. And so what I did was I took our seven-figure uh, expert funnels. I took um, our eight-figure agency funnels and I took our seven-figure e-commerce funnels. Okay. So I took, you know, basically three different categories of business. So you got e-commerce expert and then agency. And I put that on a USB drive and she's like, let's do a free golden ticket. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, let's dress up like Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, we, let's do like this fun thing where we can give away like five winning tickets. Um, I have them somewhere here. Andy hanging around here somewhere. Yeah, right here. That two left actually. Um, so I have two of these puppies left, free golden tickets. Nice. And so, and I love the idea. I just fell in love with it. I was like, by the time I was uh, literally, like I was, I read, read the book and watched the movies and I just fell in love with this thing. I was like, hey, how about, how about I sing? Like, I, we can sing a song. Like, and she's like, no, 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 that's not a bad idea. Like, let's not do that. Let's not do that. She's like, you'd have to go to singing lessons. I'm like, no, but it's going to be awesome. Right. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I'm not a singer either. Like, right? I, I don't sing. Like, I can't sing. Uh, but I was so like, I so fell in love with this concept because um, number one, it's it's so different. Like, um, like it's so different, so unique. Um, the website is freegoldenticket.com. If you want to check it out, free yes. golden ticket. And we'll put that um, in the notes. Cool. Yeah, freegoldenticket.com. And so, if you go through the funnel. Uh, you'll see, like, I encourage you to read it all too. Like watch the video, read it all. Um, my whole team produced the whole thing from the copy to the images to everything, like the whole nine yards. Um, we filmed it green screen. So we filmed it in the studio and then we made like a cool animation of the video. And, um, and then we created some offers that support the original offer, which is the USB drive. 
right? My objective with the whole campaign was to give away, to actually give away something that I could charge for a thousand bucks for. That was my goal. I'm going to give away something that can, I could charge for a thousand bucks. The other thing I wanted to, to, to disrupt the market and stand out like a sore thumb. So I was like, <laughs> there's so much freaking noise and all these morons that are talking about this stuff. I need like, I've been doing this for 13 years. Like, so I've seen everything. I mean, I've known Russell way before he, like I knew Russell when he was like bankrupt in his company, like, like, <laughs> like, and then started ClickFunnels. Right. So I was like, man, I just need to, I need to get something in the marketplace that's going to make just stand out and it's going to just, people are going to have to click on it and they're going to laugh and they're going to have fun. And then I also um, wanted to also show that if other people want this type of creativity in their business, like we can help them. Right. right? And that was like, we don't say that directly, but it's implied, right? It's like, well, that's what we do. We help people build these things, right? So it's like, I built that knowing that I'm giving away some really amazing things. And uh, it was really cool to see what happened because, you know, we've sold, we've sold a bunch of copies at this point. Uh, The funnel's done over a million dollars from front end to back end. It's done like close to $300,000 just in the front end and then over a million dollars in the back end. Um, because of our, because of our whole, our model is do it yourself, done with you and done for you. So we have like all, and we're talking all, about, all buckets. we're talking about something that starts free. I mean, it's free plus shipping. So it's, so for anybody that's listening, like I'm not going down that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's, yeah. It, yeah. And it's not, it. we're not, we don't believe in like hard pressure selling. It's not a sale. You're not, you're not, you're not getting like, you know, like one of the, one of the upsells is a 60 minute session. Uh, with someone on my team and it's the strategy to build out your value letter and it's like we're not selling hard into the next level it's straight value add that's how I believe in selling it's how I built my whole business is Mm -hmm. on providing massive value up front knowing that when people who want to go to the next level will raise their hand and ask to go to the next level like I'm not a fan of like I'm not going to mention any names of the hardcore type of sales people (laughs) that are in the market that are, pu- right. that are pushy and agra- abrasive, agr- aggressive and abrasive. I just don't think that works very effectively. Um, I think that's a, an old model of selling, and I think that's dying. And um, I had a partner, actually, that I helped, a sales trainer that launched. And um, and he was like, dude, I make $2.4 million a year in my, as a sales guy. He's like, that stuff that they're teaching does not work. Like, that hardcore pushy stuff doesn't work. That's right. why they tell you that you got to go call hundred people to make one sale. He's like, what if I told you, you can make 10, 10 calls and make eight sales doing it a different way. That's a different bit. But, but the old model is like knock on a bunch of doors, make a bunch of calls, like be aggressive, be pushy. That's like the old model. Right. So I'm so glad that we're like, there's so many, there's more people coming up that are training more of the consultative way, right? Add value in advance. And then people will, and then give people a way to choose to go to the next level, but it's not aggressive or pushy, right? So the funnel will definitely not be pushy or ag- abrasive. It's literally just add massive value. And the cool part about the whole funnel, like something that I realized that something that happened that I didn't realize was going to happen was um, you would think that a free funnel like wouldn't attract really high quality people or really high level people. But I've had people like I have one of my partners now is one of my best partners um, he literally saw the funnel, went through the funnel, bought everything through the funnel and 
I, I did his 60 minute call. Cause he's kind of a, like, he's a who's who, like he trained Russell, how to speak on stages. He trained Brandon Bouchard, how to speak on stages. He's trained like everybody, Les Brown. He trained Jack Canfield, Brian, Tr- like this dude's trained That's all awesome. these guys how to speak. Yeah. And he came through that funnel and now I'm a, now he's a partner of ours and we're running all his ads and his funnels and all that stuff. But it's like that funnel produced him. Like he came through the process. So a lot of people think like, oh yeah, like those free funnels, like they, they produce a bunch of people who are tire kickers don't have any money. And that's not true. Like that is just not true. How are you marketing to get people in there? What's the language? What's the conversation? What's the process you have? Like there's so much more to it than just the funnel. Can you mention his name or is, um, yeah, his name is, um, his name is James Malinchek. Oh, cool. Awesome. Um, a few, a few questions, uh, a few lightning questions for you. Um, so just to let people know, how much have you spent on marketing? Like how much have you spent for all your clients and stuff like that? Just to know the context of- I mean, millions how- of dollars, millions and millions. Yeah, like millions of dollars. We've spent millions. We've spent, mil- we spent I mean, close to a million dollars just in our own agency, not to mention for our clients. Nice. We really definitely uh, appreciate everything that, that you brought. This is awesome. Awesome, man. Yeah, thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, thanks That's so much. Yeah. yeah. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll make sure to post all the links. We'll get uh, you know, all the different links. Why don't you give them one more shout to all your different places? Yeah, so BrianDelaney.com. That's one. That's my personal domain, my personal brand. New site's coming soon. PerfectFunnelSystem.com. That's our agency that we mm-hmm. serve others with. And then FreeGoldenTicket.com is another website that you can check out that funnel and, and uh, have a good laugh. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, maybe eventually it'll say backslash dudes. <laughs> with our affiliate name. <laughs> oh, so, uh, I like it. Thank you, man. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, we'll, we will do a part two. We'll hit you up. Okay. Sounds good. Man. All right, man. All right. Thanks so All much, guys. Brian. All right. Have a good one. Hey, you've got to check out the Insurance Dudes Inner Circle coming soon where you get extended interviews as well as live coffee talks in our private Facebook group. Join the mailing list today at theinsurancedudespodcast.com. Hey, thanks for checking out the Insurance Dudes. Hey, please subscribe. We got some really great stuff coming out.